Hi and welcome to the Travel Hero Podcast by ITB. Are you ready to reveal some superpowers of the great minds of the tourism industry? Here's your host, Nico Gutia. My guest today is Cash. Cash, you got one of those names everybody's afraid to say, so please say it yourself. That's the reason I call myself Cash. Uh, <laughs> it's Bhattacharya. Oh, it sounds so easy. Yeah, it just rolls off the tongue. Think of a butcher and some chariot and something like that. For people who heard your name first time ever, who are you? Uh, I uh, am the founder and publisher behind The Budget Traveler, which is a blog about how to travel in style on a budget. You are very successful, so I can't understand why you're not smiling while saying this. Ah, okay. <laughs> it's uh, It's been a long day. <laughs> a long day. First day of ITV. Um, yeah, if there was some maybe some vodka in the water, then maybe I might have been smelling more. <laughs> you said if anybody had told you nine years ago you could make a living out of it, you would have said you were a damn crazy man. Yeah, you've been doing your research. Yeah, the... Um, I would have said they were uh, they believed in fairies. Uh, it's it's an amazing feeling to to have been coming to ITV for so long and eight years ago when I mentioned that I was a blogger, people would uh, like, oh, we're not sure about social media. What's a blog? <laughs> What is this internet everybody's yeah. talking about? Yeah, and uh, it's we've come a long way, and um, ITV has been a big part of my success. They've been fantastic supporters and. And help me on my journey. And before we're talking about your new book, please tell me about the day you decide to become a blogger, travel blogger. Um, it just didn't happen by choice. It was a point of time in my life when I was my business had failed. I used to publish a magazine in Scotland about student issues, and and it was successful for a while. And then the recession came in 2005, and then the The, the the business was dependent on advertising revenues and the whole thing crashed. And uh, I was working three jobs, working in a bar, working in a bookstore, and uh, working in advertising. And in the evenings, my only moment of happiness would be when I would get home and I would write about memories, places I'd visited. And I always wanted to be a travel writer. And I couldn't afford to publish a magazine because I obviously had no money at that time. So somebody said, oh, you should start a blog. And I was like, oh, I'm not sure about this whole blogging thing. And uh, I started the blog as a, as a kind of a joke um, just to prove my friend wrong. <laughs> And uh, yeah, here I am. Yeah, this was a short trip. <laughs> Tell me, the first blog entry ever. What was it about? Oh, it's something really terrible. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> the details. it wasn't too bad. It was about my uh, trip to Tuscany. I'd gone to a small place called Cataldo, which is halfway between Siena and Florence. And I went to this amazing hostel that used to be a monastery. And it, it still had that monastic feeling, but it was amazing. It was beautiful, large rooms. And the toilet was the best part. You'd, you'd sit in the toilet and you'd see the whole beautiful Tuscan countryside. Wow. So uh, a hostel with a view, you know. <laughs> and that's how I fell in love with the hostels, I guess. And uh, I wrote my book. Well, well, well. Did you learn how to write or did you just do it? I don't know. I, I guess I practiced. I wrote a lot. I wrote a lot of crap. I wrote a lot of good things. But I think everything in life is the more you, you work on it, You can be good at anything. The German newspaper says about your new book, the times when hostels were considered low-cost decents are over. You proved it. Tell me a little bit about your book and what's it named. 
it's called the Grand Hostels, Luxury Hostels of the World. And uh, yeah, my mission as somebody who writes about budget travel, it's always been seen as cheap travel. It's not sexy. Oh, it's, it's all, it's about, you know, smelly backpackers with pimple faces and crowded dorms and not fun. And I always felt that no, there's something missing here. And I started doing my research uh, back in 2012. And uh, I went to the, Lisbon. And this was before Lisbon was known. And I saw these amazing hostels that artists were creating and designing. And these were great design, beautiful rooms, 10 euros a night. And then you'd have uh, these amazing experiences. Like they would do this dinner with locals where uh, a, a local Portuguese chef would call cook you a three-course dinner with a bottle of wine for 10 euros. And I was like, wow. That's a lie. Why didn't, does nobody in the world know about this? And it all started in Lisbon and then it kind of spread. And even here in Berlin, you have the Circus Hostel, which is a great hostel, which has a museum for David Hasselhoff <laughs> and its own microbrewery. And I realized that all these hostels were not just rooms to sleep in. They were offering experiences. Hmm. And that's where I felt the trend in travel was going a few years ago. And it's now become, it's all about experience, experience. That's the watchword you see in, 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 on all these uh, talks I've been hearing today. So. so like cooking becomes an event, traveling becomes a much more yeah. experience. Crazy. And so that. The, the hostels you have chosen for your book, is this from the very beginning or like the last three years? A lot of these hostels were what I discovered back again in 2012 in Lisbon, but they have been I've been visiting over the last eight nine years. Um, but a lot of the hostels in the book are relatively new. Um, the, particularly in Japan, there's a couple of fabulous hostels in Japan, like the Millennials in Kyoto, uh, the 36 Hostel in Hiroshima. These are all new, and this hosteling craze is kind of really taking the east. And uh, I guess that's It's kind of started in Europe, and Europe's always been the kind of lead in that respect. And now it's heading to the States. You've got Generator opening in Washington uh, in September. So, uh, yeah, the world of hosteling, it's, it's spreading. Cash, and if now a young female or male person came to you and said, Cash, I want to be a blogger too. What have I to do? What should I do? What will you say? I would say try and be original. <laughs> Don't try and copy because I see a lot of people copying other people and trying to take the elevator to success, but there's no shortcuts to success in in life and in, in blogging especially. You have to really work hard. You have to really be passionate and you have to really try and write about something that's new and fresh because I think everybody, it's too much crap in the world and the world doesn't need more content. It needs original good content and I think that would be my main message. And more light. What was the hardest, most unexpected part of your career until now? The hardest challenge was trying to convince that I can be of value and worth to the industry. Oh. Coming to ITB, not being the, the guy in the suit, but the guy who just writes and talks about travel and writes on the internet and doesn't have a physical <sighs> publication. Which publication are you from? You oh, don't have a book? Yeah. I? What's your, where's your press card? Um, trying to explain the value and merit of what we do. Uh, and we, that's what we've been doing uh, each, every year at ITB is coming and showing that this is what we do. We uh, created campaigns. 
we've written books, we've won awards for our ideas, and we've really, I believe we, we've 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 made a positive impact, and and we're nice people too. I think it's also the other most important thing is that people uh, need to like you as a person before. 2016, you were the travel blogger of the year chosen by National Geographic. What was this for a day when you got that news? Yeah, that was a, a very surreal day uh, when I was uh, in, in this beautiful uh, hotel in London, uh, design hotel, I can't remember the name of, and uh, I was my name got popped out the envelope and National Geographic Traveler's editor said, and the blogger of the year go award goes to Cash Bhattacharya. And then I'm like paralyzed in fear and then smiling like a crocodile uh, in front of the camera when they say, oh, let's please smile, please. And then Michael Palin, uh, if you know Michael Palin, the world-famous traveler, uh, Monty Python, uh, he was the honorary awardee of, of the night, and he came up to me and said, congratulations. And I was like, he's one of my biggest heroes. And for him to come up and hug me, and it was just like uh, the weirdest, surrealist moment. And sometimes need to look at the photographs again, and oh, that really happened, you know. <sighs> So oh, you're smiling. Yeah, yeah. It's always, I'll, uh, it will stay with me till the day I die. It's just a great memory of a great evening and nice to get that recognition from the readers of National Geographic Traveler. So, so where will you be in 10 years? Still checking out hostels all over the world? I think see myself still traveling the world and still remaining curious, still wanting to discover more, still wanting to eat like a pig and, <laughs> and, and drink like a fish and meet people and, and always broaden my horizons. I think uh, once you have this passion for travel and, and for, for people and for food and for all those things that travel brings to you, it stays with you till the day I die. So I, I'm going to be doing this till, I, till somebody puts me in a coffin. <laughs> Can you point a place in the world which is the most beautiful? Oh, tough question. Um, Japan for me is the most amazing country in the world. It's just a, it's like, it's so beautiful, modern yet rural. It's got the contrast, it's got the history, and the people are so nice in Japan. And yeah, food, culture, and if it, it's like a step into the future. Also, it's pretty cool. <laughs> What is the best about the travel business? The people. Yeah. This is the people's business. It's all about people. It's the best people you can meet. People who travel, people who love travel, people who talk travel, they are the most empathetic and nicest people. And So this means the nicest people on earth are listening to this? Are listening to this. They are in this building. They are here. That includes you. That includes me. And yeah, we live in weird, dark times. I think the, the spirit of travel, the, the importance of travel, it's more important than ever. So, yeah, keep traveling and keep curious and keep uh, loving the people you meet. People who start working in this business, do you think they need a bright light in their heart or do they need, do they need something else? I think, I think they got it. I think they, if they, they're doing this for a living. They, they found out the secret in life. <laughs> I don't need to tell them anything. <laughs> who needs to hear this talk? Anybody who loves travel, anybody who works in travel, anybody who wants to travel, anybody who wants to write about travel, this is uh, hopefully some, some useful words in here that will stay with you hopefully for some time to come. And who is your personal superhero? 
she's a lady standing outside the car. Uh, <laughs> my girlfriend, Sabrina, she's my inspiration. She's the person I share my adventures with. She's the person I get up every day because of her. And, she, and she's beautiful, though, you can say that. She's beautiful inside <laughs> and out. And she uh, puts a smile on me every day. And life is always great with her. How long are you together? Uh, two years now. Two years now. Yeah, I, I met her at ITB around ITB two years uh, ago. Ah, it's an ITB love. Yeah. <laughs> Is she with you on your trips? Yes, she does all the videos for for all my clients. So it's great to have. Wow, you got a partner in crime. Exactly. That's great. Yeah, that's great. So you're happy. Can you not see me smiling? Can you not hear me smiling? I hear you smiling. <laughs> Kev, thank you very much for being in. Have a thank great time. You. Thank you, man. Thanks for listening to the Travel Hero podcast by ITB. If you like what you heard, make sure to check in soon again and subscribe to our channel to know when it's time to reveal another Travel Hero story. Music